1: Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections, brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one. from education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation. This program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities taking place all across Silicon Valley. Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of Silicon Valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed business leaders, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business
2: Connections. Hi, I'm Carl Davis Jr. I'm your host, but I'm also the president of the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where we help all small businesses start, finance, grow, and even exit their businesses. Our offices are located at twenty-five North Fourteenth Street, downtown San Jose. Or you can reach us via the web at blackchamber.com. In studio with me is my good friend, producer, and co host, Carl Big Papa Welsh. How hey, you doing, Carl? I'm
3: doing good. I'm doing good. Looking forward to this conversation with this brilliant gentleman here today.
2: Uh oh, uh oh. Who is that that is so brilliant that's coming on the coming on the show today? I think this is Mr. what, Joel Wyrick. How you doing, Joel? <laughs> I'm doing well. How about yourself? Uh, we're doing good, Joel. Hey, before we dive into the subject, Joel, which is, you know, we're all so excited about it, we want to know a little bit about you. Those people who don't know you may not know that you're the former president of the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce itself. So, Joel, give us a little history about who you are and and why are you going to do what you're going to talk about later today? Oh, geez, uh,
4: <laughs> I give you the, the short, short, short version. Uh, yeah, I was uh, president of the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce for for ten years. Um, mm, yes. I'd say one of the most important things that I got out of that was kind of what we're talking about. Uh, we talking about today and, mm-hmm. and during the workshop is is collective economics. That finally, um, we as a community, as a people coming together, working together to, uh, further economic develop ourselves as, as a group. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and when I was at the chamber, we formed a, uh, a group called BIG, which was Brothers and Sisters Investment Group. BIG was the acronym. Mm-hmm. And what happened from that... Uh, members of big at the chamber are now members of this LLC that we formed where we're buying up real estate in in San Jose uh, and beyond. But so far, the three uh, buildings that we've purchased uh, come from San Jose.
2: Well, you have a history of you have a history of buying uh, real estate. I think you told me the story when you were in college, you got into buying real estate. Can you share that story with our listeners?
4: Uh, Oh, yeah, it'd it'd probably take two hours. I'll give you the short version. But yeah, um, I I did it for all the wrong reasons, but it all worked out, which was a beautiful thing. Um, Mm -hmm. My freshman year at San Jose State, I just thought it would be cool to buy uh, to have a house that I could control and have parties. Uh, massive parties and bring as many <laughs> girls as I could over there and the whole nine <laughs> yards and, and and it was crazy. It was stupid. Like I said, it, a nineteen-year-old, right? That's how you think, right?
2: So I, I did. Hey Joel, I yeah, did I that. I really hey Joel, up. I did the same thing at thirty, but that's a whole other problem. Right. Go ahead. <laughs> that's
4: right. That's another conversation. But you know, but because I'm from San Jose, uh, uh, we, we, you know, it was all my buddies. So you know, I got mm-hmm. a Victorian house. And um, all my guys in high school, since we were just, you know, kind of just going from high school to, to San Jose State, mm-hmm. uh, we, we bought. I bought the house. They rented from me. It paid the note. I basically was living there for free mm-hmm. uh, uh, after it was all said and done. And then when I graduated four years later... Um, just like anybody that knows anything about real estate or living in Silicon Valley, the, the house had appreciated some ridiculous amount. And I was like, wait a minute, how much money did I just make? I, <laughs> I didn't even work. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it's worth how much, you know? So um, I, uh, I refinanced that house and bought three more houses downtown wow. day. I still own all four of those houses, but, but I, is at that point that, that, I was never going to go to get a job. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, I'll, I'll just do this because I got to just hang out with the boys and throw parties and, and went to co- went to school, you know, so mm-hmm. that my, my job, uh, my, my job was going to San Jose state. And mm-hmm. so, uh, and was able to earn a living, not working. Mm, So, mm. so that's exactly what had happened. And, 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 and ironically, the only job I've ever had in my life is your job. (laughs) That that was the only job I ever had. So uh, I hear, I hear, uh, you know, I hear
3: Roy black, the economist, whatever he, he always says that the, some of the most uh, wealthiest people in the world have always started off or have um, built their wealth off of real estate. Do you agree with that?
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Again, the only way to create wealth is to to buy assets. That's mm-hmm. really as long as just that's the short, short answer. If you're the only way you can make money and, and, and certainly, again, create wealth. And there's a difference between rich and wealth. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. You know, uh, and, and I tell people, I said, Steph Curry is rich. Right. You know, he signed right. a 200 million dollar contract. He is rich. Right. Now, Joe Lacob, the <laughs> owner, uh, he's, wealthy he's wealthy because no matter what happens, see, Steph has to go, get up in the morning and go to work. Right. Because right. if he stops playing basketball, his money stops. Right. Well, that was, like all of us, right, if we're, if we're working. But Joe, if Steph Curry gets hurt, what does Joe do? He goes and gets someone, another player. Buy someone He'll up. Paid. Yeah, right. I'll just have somebody else. Joe gets paid regardless. Of whether he gets up out of bed in the morning or right. not. So Steph that Curry so, get, so that that's the difference between rich and wealthy. Now, what 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 Steph Curry does with his money will determine whether he is wealthy or not.
3: Right. Well, that was my next question: was what do you consider wealth? Now, I, I understand someone that makes two, three hundred, or is worth two or three hundred <laughs> million is rich, but wealthy is those that that have investments that are, are reoccurring investments that are worth more than a billion
2: dollars. Would that be? Well but can I chime in a little well, bit before you joel before you answer that and i'm i'm yeah. gonna add to that yeah. one. the the difference that uh, some people don't see is there's active income and there's passive income and when Correct. you're when you're financially free, your passive income supports your lifestyle right and and even That's if right. some- even if someone is listening to our show and they're saying, well, I'm never going to have the type of money like, you know, Lake of them. And those guys have that own these teams. Right. They still can be financially free by controlling Absolutely. their lifestyle and having that. So go a little bit into what Carl just asked you, Joel, and then we'll talk about the workshops.
4: Right. Well, exactly. You, you, you hit the nail on the head. So, so basically wealth has nothing to do with, with the amount of money that you have. If, if I, if, Again, if I just have my backpack and I just travel the world, and and let's say I had, I'm, let's say I'm on SSI and I get eight hundred dollars a month from SSI, mm-hmm. but I I got my backpack and I'm just traveling the world. I'm wealthy. I have no bills. I have eight hundred dollars to live off of, and as long as I spend seven hundred nine dollars a month or less, <laughs> I'm wealthy. Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't have to go to work. That, basically, wealth is the, the term, it's a wheel, right? Which means wealth, uh, uh, that's, if you look, to, you look at the definition, that's all it is, is just well-being. Be, well it has nothing to do really with money. It's just your frame of mind, your well-being, and just knowing that you have zero stress in your life or very little stress, that is wealth.
3: Financial and independence.
4: Time, I'm, I'm wealthy.
3: I'm not rich. Well, I, I must be one of the seven billion wealthiest people. Because <laughs> he's Cause got, got a backpack. That, I got that $800 in my backpack. So.
4: But, but again, the, the key is
3: not having bills. Really
4: what deter- to, another way to determine that, though, is, again, if, if as long as whatever your expenses are don't exceed, you know, your income, you're fine. Mm-hmm. You're fine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I can have a billion dollars. But if I send if I'm spending a billion in one, 000, 000, 000 and one I, I, I'm i broke. And you, then you must work I for Donald Trump. because That's his. That's his <laughs> I, <laughs> I, yeah, but, well, there you go. I mean, but but that's that's really it. So as long as, you know, track and field, man, over the track guy, stay in your lane, stay in your lane, you <laughs> yeah. stay in your financial lane, you stay in your financial lane, whatever that lane is you will be just right. fine. Right. So, th- so this course that we're talking about and, and this is why it's so important. There are really, uh, uh, uh there's just a, a myriad of, of, um, great, uh, get rich or create wealth. This, and, you know, Tony Robbins is now getting into it. And you know, the, the, uh, the, uh, uh the key, Co- mm-hmm. I don't even know his name. Koki It's funny. Yeah. Man, I don't read and I, 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 I need yeah. to shoot myself. I, cause I don't, but, um, I don't know all the players out there the rich the that's
2: the rich man poor man guy rich,
4: right right yeah, exactly yeah. um so they they but again all of the stuff that they are teaching is all great information and it does work i truly believe that cuz i i listen to it a little bit and i'm like yeah that absolutely works i think there's two things i don't like about it one they're asking for a lot of money for that for that uh, um the that expertise yeah. that they're sharing with right. you, yeah. uh, and, and, and I think that's ridiculous. I say, but the other piece is, is they're teaching the best way to come up with a metaphorically speaking, I, it, it's like they're they're teaching a grad a grad uh, uh, class to people that may have not even have their GED. Right. Mm. So 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 what we're doing is that in order to create wealth, or, or, or more importantly, in order to keep wealth. You have to have a wealthy mindset. You have to have a wealthy mindset. So we're going to take you all the way back to getting your GED and so in wealth so that when you walk out of this, this, you finish this workshop, I'm going to guarantee you are going to know exactly what the mindset is and that mindset to create wealth, your own wealth. And again, that number, uh, uh, your goals, you'll determine that. But regardless, you will never be broke and you will never be poor.
0: Wow. Regardless,
4: you will not be that. You you will have that wealth. So so we we're gonna break down that workshop into three segments. which basically would be.
1: Uh, base-
2: can you, can you save it? That. Can you save it, Joel, for just a second? Because we're almost going to be ready for break. And I want to just say this okay. quick little story because I want mm-hmm. folks who are listening to see the power of what you're talking about, that collective economics. There was a, a, a small business person. And if I get this wrong, Joel, you let me know. Small business person was renting in a strip mall and found out that the mall yeah. was going to be sold. And she told you. And you were able to put your group of investors together, come in and buy the mall, the strip mall, right. but take the right. owner who had been a renter in the mall, now she's right. an owner, a part owner of that mall. That was one of the most powerful stories I had ever heard of. And so I want people to realize that what Joel is talking about, He's actually executed and done it to help somebody else. And so when we come back for break, we're going to dive into that story for as deep as you want to share how that works, Joe. And then we're going to talk about the workshop. So let's leave it right there, guys. We're going to go and take a short break. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections.
1: This is Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. Brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com, or call 408-288-8806. Now, back to Silicon Valley Business Connections.
2: Talking about money, well, we got the guy that's going to share how you can get that money, but not just get it, but use it to be wealthy. We well, Welcome back to Silicon Valley Business Connections. We got our guest, Mr. Joel Weirich, on the line. And Joel previously was telling us about this uh, wealthy mindset, and he had a wonderful story on how he helped a young lady who actually owned a small business become not just a renter in a strip mall, she became what? An owner, a part owner of the strip mall. You want to share that story with us, Joel? Mm -hmm.
4: Yeah, So, and this is something we'll also dive into during the workshop, but that's that's what collective economics is all about. So basically, uh, um, I was playing golf with her brother, who's a pastor uh, of um, uh, Logos Church, mm-hmm. Elm Rock, mm-hmm. uh, Pastor Neal. Mm-hmm. And um, he was talking about that uh, his sister was uh, offered uh, to buy the building because she had been a renter there for over 26 years, wow. one of the longest tenants there. So he was like, hey, I want to get out. You want it? And she said, hey, you know, she didn't have any money to do it. She's just running, you know, typical, small business owner, dumping all her money back into her business and into inventory and all of that good stuff. And again, successful business, but not at level of, of buying a shopping center. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, me being a real estate guy, but also again, what happened is the formation of big, which was a Silicon Valley, uh, uh, you know, Genesis project that with the chamber there, is that we created this brothers and sisters investment group, which was big. And we just were people that said, Hey, I got a little bit of money. If, if you, if something comes up that I might want to invest my money, mm-hmm. uh, uh, as a group, maybe mm-hmm. we'll just pony up, or, uh, you know, put our little two cents worth, all uh, everybody, uh, uh, put their pool their money together and let's start buying things. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what had happened here. Is that uh, Norita Powell, who was actually one of our board members at the, at the uh, chamber she was actually yeah. board chair for a while. Um, I called her up, called a couple other people up, and and we pulled our money together and bought them all. And then we offered Gwen and said, Gwen, for you telling us about it, or at least telling your brother about it, (laughs) how we Mm -hmm. heard about it, um, we would like to lend you. Uh, uh, your portion of the money because we're going to have to pay you know uh, we got to come up with cash obviously to to buy the building mm-hmm. we will lend you your money and you just pay us back over the course of 10 years and we'll give you 20 percent ownership of the building wow. so, so this was african-americans getting together finally <laughs> you know 2015 mm-hmm. uh, uh, uh saying you know what let's start working together and buying bigger and better things because individually none of us could have bought that mall Mm-hmm. It was, you know, it was it was out of our price range. Yeah. But again, if you pull ourselves together enough people, then, you know, we can start buying bigger and better buildings uh, as a collective. And then that's basically what collective economics is all about and what the big program at the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce was all about. So it it all it all came into uh, uh, to fruition and and became a reality. And and since then, we're we've owned we've bought two other buildings. So we now wow. own a shopping center. We own a mixed-use building, which is uh, four apartments and four retail stores. And then we just recently purchased a a public storage, uh, self-storage warehouse in in downtown San Jose as well.
2: Wow, that's a wonderful story. And I believe anybody who's listening to the program can expect to learn this but you shared earlier that before you can get to this point of the collective economics you really got to go and get the cobwebs and get the food stamp ideas out of people's head joel how how do you plan right. to do that at the workshop how are you going to get this wealthy mindset
4: well you know what and a and, and good question and i i got this i got it down i i I, I basically woodshedded this thing and said, Mm -hmm. okay, I need to write this all out on paper and how to make this thing happen. And, and I discovered when I did this and I, and I guess this happens all the time, but this is new to me. Mm -hmm. I learned a lot about myself Mm -hmm. of why I do things that I do. I did them naturally, Mm -hmm. but now that I'm, I'm having to teach it and convey this, you know, this, this, this skill set to someone that may or may not have it already, um, I learned why I do the things that I do. And, and, and so what had happened there is that I now have an understanding of exactly what is that wealthy mindset. I can compare that to um, like a poor, broke mindset real, real quick,
0: mm. and we'll
4: go obviously in detail in this workshop,
0: mm-hmm.
4: um, is that poor, broke people – or, or let's say, you know, and I don't want to say lower class, as a, mm-hmm. uh, only because we use middle class as a, as a standard, like everybody wants to be middle class, mm-hmm. you know. But the poor, broke, lower class, they just buy stuff. The way that they process their money is they buy stuff. And when I buy stuff, they buy, uh, uh, we, you know, they, they, PlayStation 4 TV sets. Stuff that they buy that they spend their money on has really no value, no value right. down, the, down the road and 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 then middle class people buy what i call liabilities they buy things the joneses they buy you know <laughs> porsches mercedes uh 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 name brand stuff and that's something i'll get into is if you're buying name brand you are being sucked into the you know to mm-hmm. to the marketing uh uh hell but rich people wealthy people they buy asset, period so right. what they buy, what they spend their money on ends up making them money.
0: Right.
4: So so and, and we go through those three and then I'll break it down specifically and then you'll it'll be clear as all day. You'll I'll put it on paper and explain everything to you and you'll like, I get it. I get it. And you'll see where you are currently and where you need to be. And again, as soon as you make that shift into a wealthy mindset, instead of saying, I need I need some air Jord- air Jordans, no you don't need Air Jordans. You need shoes. <laughs> right,
3: right. And as right. soon
4: and as and as soon as you get that and go You know what? All I really need is a pair of shoes.
3: Right. Right. That's why I got my $5 tennis
4: shoes. (laughs) That's right. You're going to start saving money and creating, you know, and creating wealth immediately. And now we're charging two hundred dollars for this workshop. I tell you right now, at the end of this workshop, if you do not find that of value, I don't make you two hundred dollars, you know, back then then I'll give you your money back right then and there. No problem. I know wow. that the shift will happen immediately. And again, as soon as you realize you don't need Air Jordans and you need shoes, I've just saved you $150 right there. <laughs> right there. Right. So you, you pay so- $200 for those Air Jordans and you realize I just need some really good quality shoes for 50 bucks. Boom. Right. There you have it. But but again, we'll go through all of that and then you'll get it. And once we do that wealthy mindset and we have that, then we'll move on to how to take that wealthy mindset And apply that into your everyday life. You know how you spend money, because every time you open up your wallet, every time you open up your purse, every time you put down your credit card, your check, write a check or whatever, you need to ask yourself, is this a wealthy choice? And I just want you to have that dialogue with yourself. Is this a wealthy choice? And again, there'll be times that it's not. You know what? I'm going into Starbucks. I'm paying $5 for a cup of coffee that I know it's only 50 cents. I know it's not a wealthy choice. It's not a good move. But as long as you have that dialogue with yourself, You'll start to change. You'll start to shift because what will happen is I've been buying the Starbucks coffee five days a week, Monday through Friday, and I'm like going, you know what? It is stupid. I just brew some at the house for 50 cents or go buy the <laughs> damn Starbucks same beans, right? They'll sell you the beans, put them in your own grinder at your house and save $4 on that cup of coffee. You're still having the same cup of Starbucks coffee. You just save 4 bucks. But when you start thinking and processing like that, all of a sudden you're gonna see your bank account just increase you know, exponentially, and that's what'll happen. And then as you keep asking yourself every time you spend money, is this a wealthy choice, you'll see the shift. And then the third piece of it is collective economics, and saying, okay, now that we all have this wealthy mindset, now we all uh, use these principles in our everyday lives, how can we start making some real big money and realizing that, you know what, as long as I know that Carl and Carl and Joel and Susie and, 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 you know, and Francis, we all have that same mindset. We can pull our money together and start buying shopping centers, start buying storage units, start buying, you know, bigger stuff that we couldn't do as individuals because we all have that same mindset and we all get it. And we understand that, you know, I, I'd rather have a percentage of this multimillion dollar property than have nothing. And and it'll it all make sense. It'll all make sense. It'll fall right into place. Right. And I guarantee it'll be the best two hundred dollars you guys have ever spent.
3: So you have six yeah. hours of workshops, and you're going to break it into three different sections, right? So section number one is uh, a wealthy choice is a healthy choice. A we- Right, exactly. uh, section number two is making America great again. And that's a whole new, uh, 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 the return of the middle class is what we want to talk, which is very right. important right now. Yeah. And then and the you third get a hat, hat with hat.
2: Hey, Carl, before you go on, you, you know, you get a hat with section two. Yeah, you get a red
3: hat <laughs> in writing. Right. Make, make them. And then the third section is collective economics, which is something that you have brought to fruition yourself right. and has and, and, and is proven right. to be successful. And right. when you spoke earlier about the five dollar coffee from Starbucks, is that what you consider uh, your daily wealth decisions?
4: yeah yeah that that was an example right how we spend our money because again no matter what we do every time you spend your money and i don't care what you spend it on you just need to have that dialogue with yourself and again we'll break it down so it's almost the best way to say it is that we make healthy choices even though we're not all healthy we because we've been bombarded with all the stuff from the media like oh that's fattening here this this has got protein in it boom 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 boom, boom. we naturally always make Healthy choices, whether we do it or not, we have that. Let me back up. We have that. uh, We ask that question. Is this a healthy choice? So when I have a piece of cake, I'm sitting there going, I know I ain't got no business eating this piece of cake. I know a guy over there is looking at me talking about Joel with that gut. You ain't got no business eating that piece of cake. Whatever. Again, we already have that with when it has to do with consumption of food in our mouths. But we don't have that same process when we spend our money, when money leaves our wallet. That, that's the best parody I can come up with, is that we do that, we consciously have a conversation with ourselves when it comes to everything that we do when we eat our food, or drink, or whatever. Mm-hmm. We do it. And we go, I'm going to have that piece of cake anyway. That's fine.
2: Hey, Joel. Have hey, Joel, I want to I want to frame, frame this. that money on it. Hey, Joel, I want to frame this, because we got probably about a minute and a half, and what you're basically okay. saying is that if anybody listens to this show... And they would like to change their mindset. They want to change some of the habitual things they've been doing and they can get into a wealthy mindset. They should come to this seminar. If they come to this seminar, they are guaranteed to get that wealthy mindset. And if they don't, the $200 they spend, they will get it right back. It's a fully refundable. So that offer is only for about 20, 25 people we're going to have at the class. So it's a January 20th. We're not going to release the location yet because the Chamber's working out a place where we're going to do it. But if they want to learn or find out more information, Joe, how could they reach you or how could they find out more about the workshop?
4: Well, they reach out to the chamber. The chamber will have everything. Yeah, okay,
2: they'll, they'll so so everybody should go to Blackchamber.com and or call the chamber too. It's area code four o eight two eight eight. Eight, eight zero six. If you want to have this wealthy mindset, we encourage you to come to this workshop produced by Joel Weirich. Hey, Joel, we're almost out of time. Let me say something. I've
3: known Joel for about 15 years (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I volunteered to work behind Joel when he was at the chamber a long time ago, just so I can learn from him, because Joel is one of the cats that I know that knows how to move, shake, quake and roll. He anything he says, everything he says, obviously will work because it has worked for him. And it goes ching ching. <laughs> That's right.
2: Uh, <laughs> well we're out of time right now, Joel. We do appreciate you. Wanna thank you for being on the show again. And if anybody wants to know more information about it, call the chamber, four oh eight two eight 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 zero six. And until then, we want you to stay connected. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections.
1: You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected, Silicon Valley Business Connections.